Hello everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast. Kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and fix this next. This free online business assessment tool enables you to pinpoint your business's vital need. Keep listening for top business tips and advice to help you level up and scale up. Here's your host, Simon Meadows. Welcome to today's podcast episode of the Business Success and Coffee podcast, which we have a slight tea stroke tipple twist to today with Carolyn, who's joining us from Dagenham here in the UK. Great to have you on today's podcast, Carolyn. Hi, Simon. Thanks for having me on. Now, tell us a little bit about you. Introduce yourself to the listeners, if you would. Yes, so I'm Carolyn Buist. Um, I run Above and Beyond VA. So I'm a VA, but I'm also a copywriter. I've um, gone into the copywriting side the last nine months or so after doing a really good course, um, which has helped me with, with the skills and techniques needed. Um, so it's really the side of my business I want to concentrate on and build on over the next um, couple of years, really, because um, I still have a day job. I've got my feet in uh, two camps at the moment okay. where I'm an employee and a, a business owner. Um, so hopefully uh, around this year or the start of next year, I hope to be doing my business full time. And is, is that the focus that you want to do more on the copywriting side of, of, of that? Yes, yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely want to do more on the copywriting side because I really enjoy it. Yeah, great. Uh, well, we'll talk more about that as, as we go through. Now, you, you mentioned before we started this that you're not much of a coffee drink, which is why no. I said we've got a bit of a twist here. Um, so you said you like tea. I do uh, like tea. Any, yeah. any particular... <laughs> flavor of tea um, any particular brand I'm it's bog I'm standard I don't, yeah I'm bog standard I'm afraid I don't even go for uh, yep. for any herbal teas or anything like that it's a bog standard tetley cup of tea for me oh tetley has to be tetley though yeah yeah okay well that's that's interesting <laughs> how do you like your tea now this this is always something that's divisive for for me mm. uh, I've got a uh, a mate to Angela uh, who likes to show it the tea bag from the other side of the room and then put milk in it, and yeah, it just looks just awful from my point of view. Yeah, my background is a builder, so I like my tea. I always like I, the way I describe it is I like it to be He-Man coloured. If you remember He-Man, yeah, <laughs> I do, with yeah. that sort of spray tan look, that's <laughs> that's the kind of colour I okay. like my tea. Right. So how how right. do you drink your tea? Uh, not as dark as He-Man, um, right. but slightly slightly lighter, and probably like, similar to my colour. To be honest, um, I'm, okay. I, I'm from Mauritius. My background's from Mauritius. I was born here, but my uh, parents are from Mauritius, and um, I've got a uh, a tan, a natural tan. So kind yeah. of like my color, Med- medium, I would say. Medium, not yeah, not yeah. too dark, yeah. but not, not too. Yeah, but not skeletal white or no, not brown. skeletal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, now you also mentioned that your favorite alcohol tipple is Southern Comfort, and, and Southern what, Comfort what, and lemonade. Yes. And lemonade. Yeah. Yes. So. What is it about Southern Comfort then? Because it's one of those drinks, you know, as a teenager, when you used to go out to the pub, obviously when I was at an age where I could drink, um, Southern Comfort was the go-to drink. It was either vodka and orange mm. or Southern Comfort with something as well, mm. usually orange mm. or lemonade, as you say. Uh, but I've gone off it completely. As I got older, uh, I've gone more towards whiskey and more the, the, mm. the sour side stuff. But what is it about Southern Comfort that... Makes you enjoy it so much. 
Uh, I think because I've got a sweet tooth, so I always go for for sweet flavors anyway. Even if I have a, like a cocktail, yeah. it's normally a sweet one. Um, and I don't sort of go towards the the, the gins and the whiskies because of that. I think um, right. go towards those sort of drinks. Um, it really goes down smoothly as well. <laughs> yeah. I always um, and some people say they struggle to drink it, but I never have a problem drinking it. It doesn't. I mean, I'm a little bit of a lightweight as I've got older with drinking now, but. Um, yeah. I still find I can drink Southern Comfort and lemonade. Yeah. So yeah, it's, right. it's kind of, the, I think that's why it's still my go-to drink. Yeah, do you know what? I might, this weekend I might actually give that a try. It's <laughs> Easter weekend, I might give that a try on my long Go weekend. for it. Southern <laughs> Comfort and lemonade. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. Now, I, I said just before we started recording that there's a story here that if I shared it, my wife would probably kill me. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to share it, listeners, because uh, I, like, I feel I want to and I feel I need to, and she doesn't <laughs> listen to the podcast much anyway. But... Uh, when we were young, we went out on a New Year's Eve bash and there were lots of friends. It was a very full pub and we hadn't been actually seeing each other for, for very long. Probably, be, well, say not very long, probably about three years, which I suppose, you know, in our it's lifetime, long, we've, been, we've been together <laughs> since we were uh, 14 and 15. And, you know, we're now 53 and 54. So we've been together a long while. Uh, and. I'd had a, quite a lot to drink and I was certainly drinking vodka and orange. So I'd had quite a lot to drink and I was starting to get very sort of tipsy and we're in this very busy pub and my wife's drinking Southern comfort uh, and whatever it was. I, I remember it was Southern comfort and she was quite drunk as well. And my wife doesn't get drunk very often. Uh, not at all. And when she gets drunk, she doesn't know when to stop. Okay. And she gets really out of control. So she doesn't drink and which is great because I've always got a designated driver because she doesn't drink. Um, but this one particular evening, we were in the pub, and I thought, I can remember thinking to myself, where are all these people going and coming from? And there was a queue. And I looked at this queue, and I thought, what are all these blokes queuing up for? And what they were queuing up for was the fact that my wife was that drunk. She was giving anybody who was in the queue a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and this was... Did she have a sign or something? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, to be <laughs> I've never asked that. That's a great question. I didn't know, but obviously um, something had kicked off and uh, yeah, there were about 10 and 15 blokes all queuing up there. Uh, and the thing is, I was that drunk. I didn't, I thought it was quite funny, so I didn't do anything about it. Um, I was going to ask, did you do anything about it? <laughs> yeah. the, good, the good thing is we're actually quite, it was quite funny at the time and we're not talking anything much more than a peck on the cheek or a peck on the lip mm. sort of thing. It wasn't yeah. anything more than that. But it, it was it was quite funny at the time, and uh, and we still laugh about it these days. And uh, we're still together all that time after, so it couldn't be. So that perhaps that's the one of the reasons I don't drink Southern right. Comfort. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> and strangely enough, Angela's not drunk Southern Comfort since. Yes. Then. So. <laughs> there you go. So it, it sounds like you've had an interesting um, journey with the the copywriting and going through the training. Yes. And, and the, obviously the last couple of years have been interesting times as well, to say the least. What's been the thing, Carolyn, that you've been working on or you feel that has been something significant that you've worked around or fixed in your business? Um, I think the most significant thing is, is my mindset, um, because I obviously coming from an employee background and then becoming a business owner, um, you need a completely different mindset. Um, <clears throat> and just being able to get over those feelings of imposter syndrome, um, thinking yeah. that you're not good enough to do it or you, you can't do it, um, 
it's it's been hard but I've been working recently with a mindset coach um, okay. just to really work through those issues and where they come from and um, those sort of feelings of lack of confidence uh, to do to do it yeah. um, it's really helped to to work through those issues and, and just um, uncover them really unpick them and um, yeah. work out how I can actually um, Move forward because I don't think without without working on your mindset, I don't. I think you can get stuck and not move forward in your business. Completely. Um, so it's been just just been um, well a game changer really to be honest. Uh, so just being able to, to work through those issues and now I think I've I've built up some kind of resilience really to do it. I think yeah. just just push through and do it. Um, which is why I'm really determined to to go full time if I can and. Uh, really grow grow and build it i mean i want to pick up on two things of this one a mindset coach okay most people listening to this will be thinking i didn't even know there was such a thing as a mindset coach (laughs) and very often i think here particularly in the uk we have business coaches and we have life coaches Mm. don't we Mm. sometimes we come across career coaches in other countries people very often have three or four coaches and some of them dip Mm. in and dip out because you're quite right there are aspects of our lives that we need help with at varying times and okay you might have somebody like me as a business coach throughout the entirety of a business but yeah I work very well with people like life coaches because sometimes people need to come in and we do have to realize that if we want help with our business very often it's help with the things outside of the business Mm. and ourselves that we need help with first yeah Donald Miller in his book talks about um, having a villain and then a set of problems. I always say the biggest villain in most businesses is the business owner. Mm. That's the biggest obstacle to overcome. Yes. And it's almost that Jekyll and Hyde, isn't it? Yeah, you know, right. it, it's yeah. very hard. We have hard that tendency to, to self-sabotage. So yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it is, you're very, you're very right. It's true. So we're our worst enemy really, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, so people listening to this in other countries might say, well, of course you have a mindset coach. You know, why wouldn't you have a mindset coach? But for us in the UK, that's that's quite unique. So there must be an element, I would imagine, of awareness in that because mm. you know Sorry. you've got to fix something, you've got to be aware of it first. And mm. sometimes, you know, I certainly feel my mind rambling on, and I have to stop myself and just go, "Whoa, hold on a minute, this is not where my mind needs to be. This is not where my thoughts need to be." Mm. What kind of awareness? Uh, have you had about the way that your own mindset was holding you back? Um, I think that is that you just hit the nail on the head there. The awareness, I didn't have the awareness. Um, and I think right. by talking it through with the coach, um, she's made me realise um, that's what I need to, to look at. I need to, every time I, I, before I do something, I need to kind of pause and just um, not have my the way I used to react to a situation I need to to kind of there's a, there's habits that I've formed over the years obviously yeah. um so it, I'll have a reaction to to a certain situation or a behavior um that's just a habit it's not um something that can't be changed so if it's um a habit that's holding me back or um you know it's um maybe very negative um yeah. you just need to pause and be aware of that be aware of it in the moment 
you know, while it's happening. Um, and just think about how, what she's made me think about is how I could be the best version of myself um, every time for every situation and, you know, every behaviour that I may have had in the past. Um, yeah. Just rethinking it, really. And I think you've, you've mentioned something there that's, that's very important, the best version of ourselves. You know, people often ask me because of my beliefs and because of my faith, you know, what is the purpose of life? Uh, and there are lots of different versions of that. But actually, I think one of the best versions of that is our purpose in our lives is to be the best version mm. of ourselves. Mm. If we can go through you know, whatever your sort of um, ethics are, et cetera, if you can go through all of your life being the best version of yourself, then you can look back and say that was a life well lived. Yes. And, yeah, and I yeah. did everything that I could to be the best version of me because mm. then everybody around you is going to benefit from that, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, everybody mm. you work with in business, mm. your personal life, everybody's going to benefit from you being the best version because mm. you can be no different to being the better version of yourself. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Totally yeah. agree with that. Yeah, totally. It's, agree. it's interesting you were talking about um, the awareness because I, I, I recorded a video this morning and uh, one of the images on the video was a, a, a horse tied up or saddled up tied up to a plastic patio chair and this horse isn't moving and across the top of the image it says sometimes the only thing that's holding you back is all in your head because this horse has been trained mm. you know quite well not mm. to move when it's tied up doesn't mm. matter whether it's a, a fixed barrier or whether it's a patio chair that could just be easily moved by a horse mm. and the wind probably would blow it over but I don't know if you've got anything to share about this, but what I find is very often it's not the big things that we have to be aware of. Very often it's those small little things that are making the difference. They're the things that hold us back. Mm. Those plastic patio chairs that actually we can quite easily do something about are the things that are getting in the way because we're not aware of them. And when you do get on top of them, you do move them out of the way, you think, why didn't I do that before? What yeah. is, have you had any items like that that have been those plastic patio chair items? <laughs> um, no, really. I think um, what what it's made me realise is just every 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 behaviour that I've had in the past, every pa pattern that um, yeah. I followed, it it just can be checked. It doesn't necessarily mean that's how I have to carry on. I can I can change that. Um, yeah. And like you say, I'm looking, I've been looking obviously at the big things, but yeah, the small things, everything. I'm just looking yeah. at everything, including yeah. the small things. So yeah, yeah. yeah so um, all encompassing, really. All encompassing. Yeah, yeah. Sure yeah. 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 So you you've been on this journey of um looking at copywriting and developing that skill. And obviously that's what you want to do more of. Um, tell us a little bit about any lessons that you've learned or anything that you want to share with the listeners about copywriting and how how you expect to move that forward. Um, well, I've learned quite a lot about mm. copywriting um, and it's just helped me not only to, to write my own message and how I want to be, you know, what to put across, but learn how to do it for other, other people as well and other clients and business owners. So how to attract your dream clients because I believe yeah. um, as a business owner, we shouldn't have to work with people we don't want to work with. Um, it yeah. should be 
people we actually want to work with who fit in with our values and respect our boundaries. Um, yeah. Because I, I know as a business owner myself, um, one of the reasons I wanted to start a business was to have that freedom to to work with who I wanted to work with. Um, because I've obviously worked in the past yeah, sure. as an employee with some people I'm, I really would not want to work with um, yeah. you know, in my business. So um, it's kind of made it, I've kind of made it my personal mission to, to, to work with uh, people who love what they do and just want to work with the, the, you know their, their dream clients yeah and, and I think that's something you've said there is is critical to copywriting as well and you know when people are doing websites or emails you know I always encourage people to find someone like yourself not only to get the job done and get the task done which is great because a lot of copywriters won't do the sort of the VA side of it and build it up mm-hmm. as well particularly in emails and things like that um or websites they'll give you the documents but they perhaps wouldn't go onto the website and load it up mm-hmm. but from a copywriting point of view it's about writing words that attract mm. isn't it Absolutely. and if you if you yeah. can do it you know i always remember somebody saying copywriting is about creating words that sell that's very outbound but actually mm-hmm. the real art of copywriting and where the real value is in paying somebody to do the copywriting for your listeners is to actually attract because that makes lead generation and sales and marketing so much more effective and you're not wasting your time with those people you don't want to speak to neither exactly because you're attracting the right people as you say exactly that's where that's where the golden egg is really isn't it yeah yeah absolutely yeah you're you're attracting and engaging the right people um and it's not selling traditionally in a way because it's selling um ethically if you know what i mean it's selling in a in a um non-icky way um non-icky way Like you're going to tell me you've been on icky networking now, aren't you? <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew that word must have come from yeah. somewhere. Yeah, icky yeah. networking, yeah. Yeah, it's from my um, my uh, mem- <laughs> membership that I'm part of a circles membership. Yeah. Um, so I think you've met my uh, my host, Georgia. Yes, we have, yeah. yeah. She <laughs> yeah. was uh, a prior episode listener, so yeah. go and look, listen to icky networking. <laughs> so if if you think about the the, the link between what you were doing uh, as as the VA and the copywriter now, what made you look at that shift into copywriting? What was the reason behind that? Um, I wasn't actually looking for it. Um, it kind of came to me. I kept seeing the, the same opportunity. Now I kept getting being contacted by the, um, the course creator. Right, <laughs> I was okay. one of her connections anyway, and we just kept... Yeah. Um, I think she must have seen something in my writing that I did on the post that she thought must have thought I would I'd be quite a good candidate for her course. Right. Um, so she kept, um, you know, uh, contacting me, yep. and eventually I gave in um, yep. and then went on to the course. But I, I've always loved writing anyway, um, but just never thought I I could do it, you know, as a business, as, a, as offering it as a service. And I've always loved learning new things. So um, I'm constantly learning. I, I never stop, um, yeah. and I like challenging myself. So I think. Um, it was just the challenge of, of learning something new, but also it would it's good. I knew it was going to be useful for my business anyway. Um, yeah. Being able to just write for myself and, and write for clients. So um, it, it was kind of um, organic. Yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean, it, it wasn't, um, wasn't it, really it, planned. Yeah. It, it's interesting you say that because yeah, I, I took a copywriting course, just a short one um, many years ago with the same view mm. that you had there that, you know, I, I need to get better at writing words. 
Mm. You know, and I'm my background is construction, so I'm very plain speaking, and words do not come naturally to me. I'm, and I don't read a lot neither, so uh, my my vocabulary is quite quite short. And I thought I need to learn to do some copywriting, but actually it had the opposite effect of it showed me the value that I needed to outsource this to somebody else. Okay. <laughs> so I went through the course and I thought, yeah. do you know what? This is not me. So in opposite to you, <laughs> yeah. I thought, this is not me. I don't enjoy this. Yeah. But now I see the value in it. Now mm. I see and I respect what people are going to charge me for mm. doing this. So I now will pay good money to get copy written for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you know, I have my blogs written for me, you know, anything like that, because I know the value that that brings in of having somebody who has that passion for it as yourself mm-hmm. has the skill for it that you've now got. Mm-hmm. I understand that that is worth paying good money for. Yeah. Because if you get it right, it's the key to unlocking so much in your business, particularly on mm-hmm. the sales and marketing side. So yeah. it actually had the opposite effect where I thought, Joe, you know <laughs> yeah, it's not for me. It, it was worth... you, you did it. Yeah, it's worth it to find yeah, out. And it was it was worth spending the money on. And it, I suppose it gave me a little element of being able to critique it and perhaps mm-hmm. uh, you know have a different perspective. But it certainly showed me the value of it and thought, yeah, not for me. I'll gladly pay somebody else for doing that. <laughs> So if people want to find out more uh, about you, Carolyn, and they want to uh, reach out to you, how, how do they do that? Um, I do have a website. It's Above Beyond VA, um, currently being redesigned. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's there at the moment. Um, and also I'm quite active on LinkedIn. So I'm Carolyn Buis, copy queen on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Just to help me stand out there. Um, and also I am on Facebook and Instagram. Right, great. And... Now, obviously, you helped me a lot because your your name, I would pronounce it Caroline, okay? Uh, <laughs> but you put the E in brackets to make sure yes. I pronounce it Caroline, <laughs> um, which is great. So can you just spell the name out that people can search for you on LinkedIn and just give us the website again yeah. as well? It is spelled as Caroline, C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E, and my surname is Buist, B-U-I-S-T, um, and the website is abovebeyondva.co.uk. So above, beyond, VA. There's no, there's no and in there above and beyond. No. There's no sort of Star Trek. There isn't my thing. business name, but because of the... Um, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't Perfect. work. <laughs> so above, beyond, VA. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Great. Well, listeners, and I hope you go out there and you check that out. And when people find you on the website, you know, and obviously you say it's, you say it's been re- redone at the moment, so we'll keep an eye out on, mm. on that as it goes through. And listeners, if you do visit it, please revisit it to see what it'll look like yeah. when it's been updated. <laughs> yes. Um, but what what kind of way would you sort of perhaps talk to somebody new who is thinking about copywriting? Because I think for many of the listeners, it's it's a little bit of one of those mystic arts where mm. you, you're not quite sure what the first step is to take. So just talk the listeners through a little bit of what that first little bit of engagement with with yourself or somebody like yourself would be. Well, how I would normally do it is um, I do explain on my website kind of what copywriting is in a way um, by having a little story on there because I um, I like working with creative business owners. So I've got a, on my homepage um, kind of chatting to a web designer. So I would start off with the, the story about how um, they have designed this that beautiful website um, but they're 
they don't have any content to go on it because their clients don't really yeah. um, know what to put on there and they struggle to find the words to, to, to know what to write on their website. Um, so as a copywriter, it's my job to find the right words to promote yeah. their, their clients' product, products and services. Yeah. And hopefully attract the right dream clients. Yeah. Um, so if they want to uh, collaborate with me on, on a, the website, um, they can book a one-to-one -one call, um, right. just have a, to see if we'd be a good fit. Um, yeah. And if they want to go ahead with the copywriting, um, what I try to do is to, to make, so we don't have any time wasting, um, is what I would have a recorded uh, session, like a longer session where I find out uh, all about their business and their brand and what kind of clients they want to attract. Um, so it com comes out of a conversation with you. Then, yeah. Because I think, you know, that's, that's one thing that's put me off in the past is having to write stuff which I don't enjoy no, doing anyway, no, you send it to, to somebody no. and then they copy. So, you know, that, no, no, that no. fits That's very the, well with me. I'd much, yeah. I'll talk to you all day long <laughs> yeah. about what exactly. I do. Yeah. No. Yeah. I it's people not, it's find normally, that much easier. Yeah. It's normally a lot easier because then we just record, I record it so I can refer back to it. Um, wow, so it great. might be like a 60 to 90 minutes conversation where I'm asking you lots and lots of questions yeah. um, just to try and dig deep and find out, you know, all about your business and, and your brand. Um, and then I will have the, the content that I need to go away and, and start writing for you. And then um, I would suddenly send you a draft of the, the first, um, say it's like a homepage, for example, yeah. I would send you a draft. And then if you want me to tweak anything, um, you can have, uh, you know, as many kind of like up to, up to two revisions normally but I'll be honest I have sent drafts in the past and they've been happy with the, the drafts and I haven't yeah. had to do any revisions which is great Good. so um yeah. hopefully if I've got it right at the beginning then it, it's yeah. a very quick process yeah good so we we know a little bit about and I'm really pleased you said about the conversation because I think most of the listeners that potentially could reach out to you for help with copywriting that's one of the things that, you know if you've got to write something for it then to be copywritten well you've just you know got my first hurdle up because you know i don't want to write anything in the first place so i'm great it's defeating the object it does yeah <laughs> there's so many people out there that do do it in that way so if you could share the a tip that the listeners can take away or do something with after today's podcast mm -hmm. what's the the lesson or the tip that you'd like to share today carolyn uh, my biggest tip is to find your unique voice when you're writing your content because there's too much stuff that's quite generic out there and all sounds right. the same yeah. um so i would say try and try and find out what's unique um about you and your business and put that out there rather than try to copy what someone else is doing yeah so where would somebody start because you know that i'm sure some of the listeners have, have perhaps ha heard that tip uh mentioned by other people before and then it's not followed up with where do i start with that because mm -hmm. You know, you've mentioned two things there. I think you know the unique voice. What do, what do you mean by voice? Tone of voice. Um, for example, my voice is quite casual. Um, yeah. I'm I'm from East London, so I've, I'm a bit of a cockney, um, and my content would be like littered with slang expressions and the, yeah. the, odd, the odd swear word. Not that many, but the odd yeah. swear word, um, and just kind of like. Um, 
you know, quite, I like a laugh, so quite witty yeah. and humorous in my content. Yeah. So it's kind of just putting your personality out there um, and your and your values as well, because I'm very yeah. honest um, as a person. So my honesty comes out in my content as well. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just, if you know, knowing yourself, I mean, it's a good idea to do one of those personality tests um, yeah. to bring those, bring those uh, sort of strengths out or, and, you know, your values out, because um, that will help you to, to decide how to, put it across but as long as you're authentic with your with your content I think that's that's the way to go yeah and I think you're right you know there's so much out there where people try to write copy and put it in a box they try to they they hear everybody else and they try mm. to be the same and actually mm. all that does as you just mentioned just a, a moment ago it just makes you blend in with everybody else mm. Mm. and actually your tone your character your values are what makes you different mm. Yeah, people Absolutely. buy from people, don't they? So when they're reading your copy, they need to feel that there's a person behind this as well. Don't exactly. they? And they need to, yeah, yeah I, I remember reading somebody's copy once and I really connected with it. I loved mm -hmm. it. I thought this is great. And then when I spoke to the person, it was a completely different person. I thought yeah. this is not the same person that's written yeah. it. And it yeah. clearly wasn't. And they hadn't yeah. got that voice. And it was such a disappointment because I really connected with the writing, but I didn't connect with the actual person. Right. because there was such a disconnect between those those yeah. two that's why it's so important yeah that, that you yeah. hit the nail on the head again there because um that's if, if someone see writes see something you've written and then they meet you in a zoom uh, and yeah. you're a completely different person that's just going to yeah. break their trust straight away yeah. um they're not going to want to work with you so i think it's that's why it's that's why it's even more important yeah, yeah. to put that across so coming to the to the final question then, okay, and uh, we're going to mix this up a little bit now. Um, this is the first time I'm doing this on this episode. <laughs> so if you were to have your next cup of Tetley tea, okay. In a minute, uh, actually. <laughs> me medium colour, as we talked about. Yes. And you were going to read a book with that cup of tea, mm. your favourite book. If you if it was something you wanted to recommend or a favourite book, what would the book be uh, that you would, read whilst you were drinking your tea okay well i've actually got a book i'm reading at the moment um oh, okay yeah and it, i'm still reading it but it's it's a great book it's a it's a business book um yeah. but it's really aligned with my my values and my my ethos and it's called uh, do what you love love what you do it's by holly tucker who's okay. the um founder of not on the high street.com right okay. um she's a creative uh, business owner um and it just really um, speaks to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I just, I just love it. And I think it is aimed more for people who are starting out, but it's still, re it's still relevant. It just kind of reinforces a lot of my um, thoughts on, on running a business yeah. and how I want to run a business um, doing something that I'm passionate about, but getting paid for it. <laughs> yeah. So and, yeah, it's, um, it's great. And we'll make sure that that title uh, and the, the authors in the show notes as well. So other people can, take a look at this book as well um because yeah, i think that's great you. i think it's it's interesting when we do these podcasts you know we get such an insight into people's businesses and their tips but i think sometimes we don't get an insight into the sources of where some of that inspiration mm. comes from and very often mm. it is from from books or from courses so mm. uh, yeah, the next couple of episodes listeners will ask people what kind of books they're they're going to read or listen to because I don't read books I listen to audio books so yeah. I'd rather do that so uh, I'm going to check that one out and see if it's available on audible definitely, yeah. definitely. sure it is yeah 
well, look, you've given us some some great tips. Uh, we've talked uh, about some interesting stories about Southern comfort uh, and <laughs> mindset. And I think that that for me is really, really important in, in having a look at that and working through that. So mm. thank you so much for giving up your time today. Time is always valuable. And you've got two aspects of this. You've got a job that you're doing and your business that you're running. <laughs> so I really value your time doubly as well. And it's been great having you as a guest, Carolyn. Oh, thanks so much, Simon. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. And listeners, as you know, this is part of my mission to help you be better aware, better educated and accountable. So think about anything that you write as copy, as Carolyn has said. Think about making sure your voice, your values, your style, your personality comes through that. Do something with that during the week ahead and check out that book by Holly Tucker as well. What was the title again, Carolyn? It's Do What You Love, Love What You Do. Do what you love, love what you do. I think we couldn't end a podcast on a better phrase than that. So thank you very much, listeners, and I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you.